Carrie and Tommy about to go off. We know you've waited around all day for this Carrie and Tommy podcast to drop. If you're raising a glass to us, or any moment, big or small, Liquorland will bring the drinks. Shop in store or online and click and collect in 30 minutes. Cheers. Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. And Tommy Little. This is Carrie and Tommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, welcome to it for your Wednesday afternoon. Big show today. We've got to do our show, then you've got to get your tat. Yes. Big day. It's Tatty Wednesday. (laughs) Should have thought (laughs) about that more. (laughs) (laughs) We've gone from Wacky Wednesday last Mm. week to Tatty Wednesday. We've got a huge show coming up today. Yes. There's a group of people who are in my, I've got in my sights. I'm out for them. Are they, are they in the crosshairs? Oh. Yeah. They're, oh. out on, they're out on the open water, actually. Do you know? They better be oh, scared. Pi- pirates, good. <laughs> Do you know, pirates. last time you had something in your crosshairs, it was plastic bags at the supermarket. Do you remember when you were solely responsible for getting rid of, rid of single-use plastic bags? No, that was Willie. That, that was, was you. That was, was you. It was and, and genuinely Willie. And now I, I have can't to pay take credit for, that. for just as many plastic bags that are far thicker <laughs> and go to waste far as much. So I, I'm interested to see about what you are going to get outlawed from all around Australia. Also, I'm going to give you insight into uh, David and Victoria Beckham's relationship that I think you'll find very, very amusing. That's coming up a bit later. But up next... Mm. I want to talk to people who have been struck by lightning. I'll tell you why next. Carrie and Tommy. Calvin Harris and Ellie Goulding. That is a miracle for you Wednesday, Arva. It's Be- Carrie and Tommy. Because I want to take you over to uh, Florida and uh, specifically in the Ever- Everglades. And, oh. and before we do, Jesse, you had a fact about Florida. Oh, University of Florida. Yes. Go Gators. Gators. That is where Gatorade was invented in 1965. No, there was a University of Gate. Of Gator. Of Gatorade. No, the team is called <laughs> the Gators. Oh, what's Florida. the university called? And they used to make a drink called Gatorade. For the team their didn't. Team. Yes. Oh, the University of Florida used to make Gatorade ish drink the for the Gators. And yes. so that's why the name Gatorade came. Yeah. Oh, the University of Gator. <laughs> <laughs> Where People are all these Gators? Snappy. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a, uh, a biologist and he was out with his uh, crew filming content. He was in um, in a swamp land, and what what do you think he would be filming there? He's a biologist. So did he get eaten by an um, alligator or something? No, but what do you think he was filming? Oh, oh just something about the nature around him. No, he was filming a product review. <laughs> yeah. What what is the biologist reviewing? Gatorade. Yeah, it's not Gatorade, but um, a storm started closing in, and one of the people working in his crew mm. um said to him, "Man, that thunder and rain is pretty serious. I don't know if you should be standing in all the water because it's sounding like the lightning is very close." And is water a conductor? It is. It's superconductor, and um and he responded, "Shut up, Mitch. We're fine." <laughs> Famous last words. <laughs> yeah. And um, and then see if you can hear the moment. And he, he went on to say, that was always our dynamic. 
And he said, Shut and we up, are Mitch. always right. Yeah. Shut <laughs> up, Mitch. We're fine. <laughs> and then we've got the um, bit of his product review where it all goes a bit pear-shaped here. Now, you're going to have to listen close mm-hmm. to when the lightning strikes because okay. it's quite hard to hear. There's a couple things that I absolutely cannot live without. One of those is a GPS. doesn't matter where you go in the world. You should always have a GPS. And I used to carry a big, bulky, handheld one. And I got hit. I felt it. Yeah. I got hit. That hurt. Yeah, it just hurt. I feel what? it in my butt. Really feel it. Why is he so calm? When you get hit by lightning, don't you almost die? Well, because he was in the water, I guess it didn't hit him directly. But as we mentioned, um, water is a superconductor, and the first place he felt it, he said his butt and his legs felt he was paralyzed. Chilled. Yes. Shut up, Mitch. I got hit. <laughs> Shut up, Mitch. I can feel it in my butt, Mitch. <laughs> hey, Mitch, come feel my butt. Can you feel it in my butt, Mitch? Hey, give us some Gatorade, Mitch. Because <laughs> I always remember growing up, you were told you have to make sure you're never the tallest thing in a storm. Yes. Or, or have an umbrella open. No, don't have an umbrella open. This one mean you said never be the tallest thing oh, or thought, have an umbrella thought, open. No, I was going to say, don't open no, no. an umbrella in a storm. No, I'm not telling <laughs> Which people. is kind of confusing. Hey, Mitch, open your umbrella, But that's Mitch. usually when you have your umbrella open in a storm. Yes. Because it's wet. Yes, it's <laughs> very yeah, true. Confusing. It's very true. He said after he felt in his butt, Mitch, he said <laughs> the shooting pain went up into his chest, into his heart, and then into his mouth. He oh. has no long-standing injuries except something that he can't shake, which is the taste of metal in his mouth. Oh. And he said he can't get rid of it. And oh, so well. he, it's like being pregnant. He's tr- is that what happens? Yeah, hey, often I had for nine months the taste of metallic taste in my mouth. Really? Yeah. Did you get I pregnant? Get Shut up, Mitch, about it. <laughs> get off me, Mitch. I'm pregnant. <laughs> Thirteen, ten, six. Sorry, just one question. Did mm. they say that'll disappear or he'll have that for life now? They didn't say. The doctor went to tell him about it and he said, Shut up, Doc. <laughs> no, they didn't say. They didn't say. Um, I'd love to know, 131060, have you been struck by Thunderbolts and lightning, very, very frightening me. I thought if this guy has been struck, surely some of our beautiful listeners have been struck and lived to tell the tale. And they might be able to answer your question, because of did the taste of metal Mm. stick around? Give us a call. Is the pain in his butt still there? I don't don't know. I don't know if Mitch is still around. (laughs) Give us a call. 131060. Have you been struck by lightning? (gasps) Carrie and Tommy. We've got some exclusive facts here. From uh, our producer. We are talking about... Um, <laughs> Thunderbolts and lightning, very, very frightening me. Feel in my butt. That um, last bit of that was a guy over in Florida who was standing in the swamp doing a product review for a GPS before it got uh, struck by lightning just behind him in the water. He needed and a he, GPS for the lightning. Yes, and he felt it in his butt. And our producer, Pippa, just as we came back on air, she said, um, oh, I think planes get struck like 12 times every flight. <laughs> and <laughs> it didn't sound right. And I mean, I've, I've flown a lot in my life and I've never been on a plane that's been struck, <laughs> yet, let alone 12 times. 12, every between flight. Between Sydney and Brisbane. <laughs> every flight. Every single flight. Uh, producer Pippa, did you then do a bit of research? Yeah. yeah how often? Shockingly, I'm wrong. <laughs> no, 13 times. It, it's very rare. <laughs> And would maybe happen once or twice a year worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where you got that from. I have no idea. Maybe I dreamt it. I don't know. I would have thought, are they above the clouds most of the time? 
I don't know. You're the pilot. My my cousin actually was on a flight though that did get one of oh, the, the one of the two per year, and he said it was actually one of the most frightening things that's ever happened. It was all power. Yeah, he said everything shut down, went pitch black. It was nighttime yeah. flight, Oof. and he said everyone was fearing for their life. Yeah, it was really. Imagine strange. having to do that eleven times. more times. <laughs> <laughs> G'day, Louise. Hi. Have you been struck by lightning? I haven't, but my dad's been struck twice by lightning. <gasps> what happened? Well, when he was, he's a, I think it's a remedy to long life because he's 92 today. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, happy and birthday. What's happy his birthday. dad? What's his name? His name's Alan. Happy birthday, Alan. Happy birthday, Al. Alan. And um, he got struck when he was 18 on a, one of those really old steel push bikes. Yeah. But it had the rubber tyres on it. Oh. And then the second time, <clears throat> he had an umbrella. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, so did he, either time did he get hurt? Well, he said he's, the bottom of his feet got singed the second time. Mm-hmm. But other than that. So did the rubber tyres absorb it? So that's why he didn't get hurt in the one on the bike? Yeah, well, that's what we think, yeah. Right. So it struck him in, like, the head? Oh, I don't think he ever knew. I don't think it kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. they ever told did me. It, that's fair enough. would have been so scary, yeah. Did it knock him off the bike? Yeah, yeah, it did. Whoa, so the yeah. one that with the umbrella, it goes through the top of the umbrella. Did he feel it go through his body? Oh, yeah, he said he did. it, And it went out, of the bottom of his feet got charred on the bottom. Whoa. Oh, I don't, I don't understand the bike thing. Wouldn't, so it, does it have to be grounded to hurt you? And what? does the rubber tyres yeah, stop it so being grounded? Well, he's always told me that you should have rubber soles on your shoes. Mm. You should have rubber tyres on your bike. You've got rubber tyres on your car. So it must help to ground it into the earth. Where crops? It, it, if it's not earthed, I think yeah. that's when you get the most damage. Oh, if okay. it's not, yes. Oh, okay. Well, have a good day, Alan, and thanks, Lou. Always, thank you. Um, g'day, Keith. G'day, mate. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Have you been struck by lightning? Indirectly. I've been smashed a few times. What, <laughs> what does indirectly mean? <laughs> what's, what's indirectly, Keith? Well, the first one, I didn't even know there was a lightning storm. Yeah. And I was sitting there talking on the phone, and on the landline, and all of a sudden this big bolt of lightning come down beside me, and luckily it didn't come out through the earpiece, but it come out through the mouthpiece, and it's just like being punched in the mouth. Whack. Really? So does that mean it struck your um, house? Um, basically, yeah. I was I was on the phone. Someone called me looking for my brother. Oh, do you reckon, and, um, so do you reckon they got struck by lightning? <laughs> and I just um, threw the phone down. He goes, "What happened?" I said, "I just got belted by this bloody thing of lightning." <laughs> he says, "Oh, are you sure? What are you been smoking?" And... <laughs> <laughs> what were you smoking at the time, yeah, Keith? That's a good <laughs> <laughs> what are what you about... smoking now? <laughs> what about the other two times, Keith? I was at a place out in Arnhem Land called Owen Pally, mm-hmm. and it's really humid. That place is shocking. And I was just leaning on a, um, a downpipe, huh. and, you know, obviously still, bolt of lightning come down, travel along, belted me in the arm. So, but that, how is that indirectly? Isn't that just directly? No, because directly. Not really. It didn't hit me in the head. didn't hit me at all. But, yeah. but didn't, it hit, didn't it hurt your arm? Yeah. But the guy in the water, you wouldn't say he got struck directly. And, wouldn't he? and he no. felt it in his butt. 
But hold on, yeah. if you get hurt by lightning, haven't you been struck by lightning? How it gets to you? No, because you know if mean? he was, if, if that hit him in the head, he'd be dead. Oh, wouldn't he? That'd That's be a shame. A, you know, they get said going, Shut up, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so what was the third time, Keith? Oh, um, third time I was, I was just sort of leaning on a plastic toolbox on the back of a truck. Yeah, plastic, but I was standing in water, and got a belt through that. Yeah. Belt in the arms. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, a, oh, yeah, I'm a lightning conductor, I think You're a lightning conductor Very good, Keith <laughs> Thank you um, I'm guessing, producers, we spend so long with Keith Do we not have any others? <laughs> you didn't like Keith? No, Keith was excellent He was excellent But I was. I, I thought there might be more We have one more oh, oh. But that one looks serious Is that serious? It's kind of serious Yeah, yeah let's go out on Keith then <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. If you drive home this afternoon, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Whatever the occasion, Liquorland will bring the Sorry, drinks. We can't all eat. <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, we're talking about drinks at the moment, all right? Liquorland. I would will bring love the a drinks. drink right now to go with my snack that I'm eating. Shop in store, online, and click and collect in 30 minutes. Cheers, Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. Do you know that Kendall Jenner's new tequila is out now? You can get that at Liquorland. Eight one eight. How good's that? Mm. They are your local convenience specialist. Get into Liquorland today. You know what you need to drink to celebrate? If you bought Apple shares. 15 years ago. I hate these stories oh, no. so, so much. So don't fact me. check this, but it was on Instagram. Wait, and again, how many years ago? So I didn't see this is but like somebody at the Apple store that I was talking to today <laughs> <laughs> was telling me and that me she guess. saw something on Instagram. She didn't get shares either. <laughs> she was saying that if you spent 15 years ago all the money you spend every year or two upgrading your phone, so, you know, the yeah. two grand every few years it is to get a new mm. phone, if you'd invested that instead of buying new phones from Apple, every mm-hmm. invested that in Apple shares 15 years ago, mm. they'd be now worth, so it's the equivalent of, say, $30,000 investment 15 years ago, mm-hmm. it'd be now worth $35 million, your shares. Mm. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like saying if you got all of the lotto numbers right, yeah. you would have won the lotto. And also you'd still have a Nokia 6610. That is yeah. true. But you the can play phone, The flip phones are coming back though. Oh, true. Mm. Motorola mm. razors were soon. And did you say to her, if you're such a genius, why didn't you do it? Bar. Are they still called geniuses? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You got it, Pip. Did no, I got it? it, but it was just oh. an add-on to my joke. It's called the Genius Bar because they're oh, called now geniuses. You're on my joke. That's not that's what you said at the beginning. If they're so genius, is just referring to them being smart. And then I made you think Genius Bar. No, by I saying called them because they're called geniuses. No, you're no, claiming no. that now. That is such bullshit. <laughs> Mean. You everybody said, else agree with me. Now he's claiming my joke. I said, if you're such a genius, yes. why didn't you do it? Yes, yeah, because they're called Apple Geniuses. <laughs> it's called the Genius Bar. I'm aware. I just told work. you. No, you just <laughs> bar. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy, and it is a wild in no. here at the moment. You won't admit. Okay, just give me the fact that I got a joke that you didn't get. What do you mean? It wasn't a joke you, until I said <laughs> You weren't listening Sorry, to me because still you were arguing. trying to think of a joke that I just I said. Did, you didn't say a joke. 13, just, 10, 60. Oh you didn't say a joke. You just said a phrase. If you're so smart. <laughs> no, no. You, you missed out the one word yeah, I used. You said if you're a genius, a then why didn't you invest back then? It was just a comment you were making. And I said bar because they're called genius bars at Apple. But they're called genius bars because the people are called geniuses. I know. but you And that's why I use the term genius. No, you were just Give using a, a phrase. And then when I said it, you were like, oh, yeah, I was always thinking that. 
Give us a call. 131060. One joke. Who's? You, I give you all the jokes, but now you've taken one. And you're saying I said a comment where I just tried to end the discussion by saying a comment, calling someone a genius. 131060. Whose joke was it? Was it Carrie's joke or was it my joke? Who do you. Can we hear it again? Okay. And did you say to her, if you're such a genius, why didn't you do it? Bah. Are they still called geniuses? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You got it, Pip. Did no, I got it? it, but it was just oh. an add-on to my joke. It's called the genius bar because they're oh, called now geniuses. now you're on my joke. That's not. <laughs> that is, do you. I said bar before you said, are they still called geniuses? Oh, what do you mean? Because it's a second of silence and I'm like, nobody's laughed at my joke. And that's why I went, are they still called geniuses? And you go, bar. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? G'day, Naomi. <laughs> Hi, definitely Tommy's joke. Oh, Naomi. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Naomi. <laughs> do, do you, Carrie, you've no. got that glint in your eye where it doesn't matter in the face of overwhelming evidence, you still are not going to admit it. No. Cause so you, can I, we... I've worked with you long enough that I know when you think you've told a joke. I don't think you do. <laughs> Marshall. Oh, it's got to be 100% Tommy's joke. Oh, Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> Marshall, what do you think happened? Do you think Carrie just wasn't listening to me? I heard you. That's why I said bar. I think Carrie, <laughs> Carrie just helped explain the punchline. <laughs> to herself? <laughs> Are you happy to admit defeat on this one, Carrie? Well, I know more people calling in my defence. Do you, do you want more people just to call no. in and say Carrie? Because no. we can get Marshall to put on dip. Let's try this. We'll get Marshall <laughs> to put on a different voice and we'll give Marshall the name Zoe. And when we go to you, Zoe, maybe you can say it was Carrie's joke. Oh, Hi, it's Zoe. Um, <laughs> it was Carrie's joke. Oh, my gosh. Then I'm happy to admit defeat. Well done, Carrie. Never. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. It is Carrie, bit more in time. Well, the chaos That's continues so funny. We were just talking about the genius bar at Apple. Yes. I was at Apple today. <laughs> and our producer just came in and said, did you leave a bag with the book Carrie's War in it at Apple today? And I said, yes, how? And the girl, the gorgeous woman, Melissa, that was serving me, her partner works at our work. And he's here. What, Gavin's so, out sorry, here. Gavin's clapping in. Clapping in. Gavin, a genius. What's, what's um, Carrie's war? It's the book that I was named after, right? <laughs> I just carry around with Why? Me. No, but... Why are you carrying that around? Why are you carrying that around? Because... No, there's a reason. Because when I was at the bookstore with Evie the other day, we were trying to find books for her because we read together at night. And, we read... and, you, and you went, <laughs> Mummy's name's in one. <laughs> Let's get it. No. Carrie's then... war doesn't sound suitable okay, for Okay, so kid. this is why I've got it, because we came across it in the kids' bookshop. <laughs> and I said, oh, how weird, Evie. That's the book that I was named after. And she said, can we read it? And I said, I don't know. I don't remember what it was about. Is it? So it is a kids' book? Well, it's in the kids' book section, but it's like a teenager's book. Right. It's like like a, these kids that go through war, but I think it's from a child's perspective. I mean, it's not an uplifting story, I don't think. Anyway, so... Evie said to me, can you read it first to check it's not scary? And so I'm currently reading it to reread it, pre-read it before she yes. reads it. And I took it to Apple because I thought it might be there for hours, so I thought I'd kick back and read it. Why did you get named why did that why did you get named after that book? There's a one in two well, chance it could have been called War. Carrie Carrie's <laughs> War and the the movie, the psychological killing movie, Carrie. Oh <laughs> the two, yeah, book, the the two things that I was named after that must have come what, out around the same time. What, but why still? Like I don't as in, know. Mum liked the name. 
Yeah, yeah, it's just associated. I thought it would have been, I read the book and there was something amazing about Oh, I guess it's the same like, you know, there'll be lots of Sams because of Sam Kerr this year because of, I guess, because they did so well. Yeah, she was (laughs) literally a national hero. (laughs) But maybe Carrie ends up being a national hero. In, in this book. Carrie's war. <laughs> Carrie, she could save the day. Maybe she, like, solves the war. I can't wait to see I don't know. I'm only up to chapter one. So. <laughs> and you've left you've And I've it. left it at the Apple store. <laughs> yeah. But I think Gav might have it. Have you got it for me, Gavin? He doesn't no, have it on, on him. him. No, oh. just wanted to let you know you've lost it. No. Can, can Mel bring it in? <laughs> great, yes, great. Win. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Yes, it is. And whatever the occasion, Liquorland will bring the drinks. Shop in store online and click and collect in just 30 minutes. Cheers, Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. I like most people. You do. But there's a group of people that um, I'm very unhappy with. Really? Yeah. I'm going to make a very wide sweeping statement about them next. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Stay Are we going to be able to still do our radio show Let's afterwards? Hope. Okay. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. It's Carrie and Tommy for the drive home. So I've got a question that I think will alienate um, a fair bit. Actually, will it alienate a fair bit of our audience? No, I'm no, but you're, you're, uh, you're, are you asking a question or making a statement? Because I think they're very different I think I might be things. doing both at the same time. Then you're making a statement, <laughs> but you're trying to dress it up like yeah. you're asking a question. An inference. My question is, can you ride a jet ski and not be a dickhead? A dickhead. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's tough. Very Isn't difficult. it? It's real tough. Are there jet ski riders? 131060, um, are you a jet ski rider who's not a how many times can we say that? Well, you're word? not even mm, saying not, it. I know, yeah. because I don't know am I allowed to say it. Say D-head. D-head. Yeah. It mm. doesn't quite have the same punch. <laughs> and just say it. <laughs> I witnessed a jet ski rider at his best or slash worst, best in his eyes, um, can I guess? on the weekend. Can I guess? Mm-hmm. Um, ripped, big fella. Oh, I wasn't looking at him. He didn't stay still long enough for me to look at him, actually. Oh, okay. So I couldn't go through the full checklist of... No. I mean, he's he certainly, um, the appendage between his legs being the jet ski definitely was an extension in his head of his own, if that makes any sense. Oh. He thought he of, had a... A bit of small, small D energy. Absolutely. Yeah. He was in a bay, so yes. not out at sea, in a yeah, very yeah. quiet bay where I'm 100% sure there's limits of how close they can come into shore. There were swimmers with their caps on swimming up and down, and he was whizzing around doing donuts like the biggest D-head I've ever seen in my entire yeah. life. But, like, the whole beach was watching him and then I was annoyed at myself because I watched him for a good 35 minutes and I was like, that's what he wants oh, you to do and you were in, watching him. Were you into it? No, I wasn't. I was oh, so you know annoyed. Was someone... she into a jet no, ski ride? No, I yeah. wasn't. The only person on the show who has video yes. footage <laughs> of being on a jet ski. Yes. That was back in the day when I that's, thought it was and, cool. And, of course, because um, she's not even riding. She's holding on to a guy that's, that's riding. That's right. That's how much she donuts. likes him. Doing she's literally donuts. holding on to him. Just so can't offshore. Yes. I couldn't take my eyes off him because he was being such an idiot. He was threatening the lives of these people. There was people, like kids, playing in the shallows and they kept getting these riptides like over the top of them because and he just kept doing that thing where you go up on the side and then stopping it like and then just video. looking yeah. <laughs> and then looking and then occasionally he'd open his little um bit at the front in front of his junk mm. what's that little thing the I little and he'd pop it thing. open and he'd get on his phone i don't know who he was talking to and then he'd put it down he'd Probably put the- his tunes back on again dumbest tunes i've ever heard <laughs> 
Um, it sounds like, you know when someone protests too much? Too much. No. Yeah. Yeah. It was sounds so, like I almost wanted to about. swim out there. And get kiss on. And, no. And, get, <laughs> <laughs> and hold on to him. Yeah. No, and really get all mum in his face. Because you saw his phone and went, oh, what's the number? Was, yeah. It was not so quite warm enough again. to swim. So I was like, oh, I then have to get Should wet. Should have a jet ski. Oh, you'd have to get wet. <laughs> <laughs> but I looked at him and I thought, can anyone own a jet ski and just quietly go about their business? Oh, my God. And now she's appealing for more jet ski riders offshore, to call in. <laughs> and no one witnessed them. Or Hold on. So what's the you, perfect scenario for you for someone who owns a jet ski? Go do your business, not in front of people in the shallows to show off. Just go have your jet ski and your fun. I understand the need for speed. You know, I get it. <laughs> no, I understand. It must be amazing being on this thing and going, like, feeling the wind rushing against you. But then go do it out at sea. Why do it 10 metres from shore where there's swimmers and doing donuts? Are we saying don't be dangerous? Is that our... Well, I feel like most of them are dangerous. Again, sweeping statement. Mm. Can you be a jet skier and not be a D-head and not be dangerous? <laughs> Thirteen, ten, sixty. Again, she oh. wants to meet more. Yeah. I want to hear your defence, okay? <laughs> and maybe you can chuck me on the back and take me for a ride. And we'll see where things go. 131060, can you be a jet skier and not be a D-head? Carrie and Tommy. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little and on 131060 yeah. because you got I some I may need calls. to go into protective services. <laughs> You're caught up in a controversy. It's weird, though, because these are actually your people. They're yeah. not my people. I once, when I was 20, went on the back of a jet ski. Filmed have, it. But also, we've just established... You secretly have a mad crush on all of them, and so now you've asked more to call in no, to get some more contacts. I have made a sweeping statement that I think to be true that most, I did say all, but most mm. uh, jet ski riders are knobs. And I saw one in action on the weekend right close to the shore doing donuts in the most enormous jet ski I've ever seen. It would have fit like five people along, and it was just him, and he'd get his phone out every now and then from his little clip case, and he'd get his tunes on and he'd play them and it was just so annoying and he, everyone watched him the whole time and that was annoying as well. So you've seen one person do that and you've made a, a blanket statement. No, but I've seen them before and I don't I don't understand them. Well, Lauren, yep. are you a jet ski rider? <laughs> yes, yes, we have two jet skis. And are you a knob, Lauren? <laughs> no, we are sensible, but I do have to agree that the majority are very silly. Okay. Silly, yep. So what sets line. you apart, Lauren? Oh, we take the kids out on them and we follow the rules. Simple as that. So would it have been weird that this guy was so close to the shore? Like there were swimmers with their little caps on going doing laps and he was giving them waves to swim through. Yeah. So um, the two rules that apply to what you're saying is within 50 metres of swimmers or other vessels, you have to be doing five knots and within... 200 metres from the shore is also five knots, which is about nine k's an hour. But I, but I mean, Lauren, if you're doing a donut, you're not moving forward that fast. Can you technically do donuts and be under the five knots? No, you couldn't because any time you see like the bow wave or the whitewash, yep. that means you're going more than five knots. So maybe, it's, maybe your call topic should be rule breakers of knobs. <laughs> is it hard to find fellow jet ski riders to hang out with, to have as friends if they're all knobs? Um, that's a good question. Maybe someone else can answer that. Okay. Good on you, Oz. That's why right. I was wrapping you up, Carrie. <laughs> G'day, John. She's burning herself out in a donut and off she goes. Yeah. G'day, John. Hey, how are you? Yeah, pretty good. Are you a jet ski rider? Yes, I am. And according to Carrie's verdict, <laughs> are you therefore a knob? <laughs> No, I am not. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, John. Do you know the knobs I'm talking about, though? 
yes, I clearly understand what you're talking about and it very frustrates me. Does it? Okay, so is there two sides to jet ski riders? Is there the knob zone and the knob free zone? Yeah, well, there's people that just ignore the rules and think the water is whatever they want. Mm. And there's all the other people that do the right thing. We get in trouble for it. So, John, you think um, what Carrie is saying is a commonly felt sentiment that they are tarring the whole jet ski community? Yes, because it's happening at Edelong and yeah. we could get banned, yep. which oh. is a, a very big thing. Yep. Because obviously Sydney Harbour got banned and no jet ski riders. Well, if Carrie had her way, it would be banned everywhere. So, John, <laughs> knob ratio percentage-wise of knob to knob-free zone, like I know you're yep. not um, saying you're not a D-head, but what percentage of jet ski riders are? Do you think it's more than like 80%? Uh, I, I, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit hard to say, but yeah. Okay. Right. Thank you, John. Who you got? Well, Donna apparently is in a jet ski club, are you, Donna? I am, Carrie. It's and how fun. do you feel about my sweeping statement? Ah, frustrated because we don't like being labelled the same as people who are knobs yeah. on their skis. And so part of our club is to, you know, make sure that we do the right thing to show people that people on jet skis aren't all knobs. So here's the we thing, like Donna. Free. <laughs> I'm guessing the thrill of the jet ski is going fast, right? So you do all that yeah. bit. You just don't do the stuff into shore, the showing off stuff. Is that right? As the first lady said, like there are rules. You cannot be too close to shore. You know, you can't go fast. You've got to stay in your five knot zone. All that kind of stuff, which, you know, when you're in a club, that's governed. You know, you, you have to be doing the right thing or you actually, you know, <laughs> you're going to get told off. So, And we don't want people doing that because it, it labels everybody the same. And we're not all the same. <laughs> Donna, I've often wondered with um, jet skis, uh, I mean, I've been on one and it was it, it was yep. incredibly fun because I went as fast as I could one way and I went as fast as I could the other way and then I turned as fast as I could and that was fun. After that, I was a bit unsure of what to do. <laughs> what, after you go as fast as well, you she's can. She's in a club, she'd know. Yeah, what yeah. do you do? We do 100K rides, 100K plus do rides. You? So, yeah, yeah, we've um, done one uh well, not that long ago, we did the Archie's 100, which was a mm-hmm. fundraiser. We went from um, Orford in Tassie over to Mariah Island. There was 100 skis, 100 people on skis, 100 Ks. Um, brilliant. What, what's, yeah, it was what's, excellent. What's the term for a collective of, of jet skis? Is it a gaggle? Oh, it's a knob, Carrie said. It's which, a non-knob. It's a non-knob. <laughs> Good on you, Donna. Thanks, Donna. Should we give the final word to Kylie? Mm. Kylie, how do you feel about jet ski riders? A hundred percent knobs. <laughs> it's quite an emphatic final word. Do you want to? Do you want to disagree, Carrie? No. Okay. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Your Wednesday afternoon. It is Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little for the drive home. An hour and a half's time. You're getting another tag. Yes. To yes. mark your team's win in the grand final. I wonder how many people go get tats on the Monday after their team wins the grand final. I reckon oh, yeah. a lot. I reckon a lot goes straight from the game. And, uh, and when they've got a skin full. I was asking the... Um, the tattoo guys from Umbra who were here getting ready to get ready to do your tat. Yes. Um, and I was saying, have you had a lot of people come in? And they said, well, no, they're a priv- more of a private one. They were like, we're not on the main street outside the stadium where drunk people roll out <laughs> and roll in and get whatever and then realise it's spelt wrong or that they, you know, wish yeah. they've got regret. You yes. Know? Yes. Do you um, think I'm going to regret mine? 
I don't know. You've not told us what you're getting. That's true. Mm, or where. Sneaky. Yeah, or oh, where. Oh, have you decided where? Tramp stamp. <laughs> great. Yeah. Great. Um, coming up next, though, what's this girl that we've got coming up? I'm going to think about your tap. Oh, do you mean my fellow cast member? Yeah, I do. My smash it TV show. <laughs> we'll find out. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. In the longest tease ever, I said I was going to bring you this story and it was so juicy and so good that I thought I'd keep it for another day. Yeah. And today is the day. Yes, you made me present a parenting story that I wasn't particularly passionate about. <laughs> I needed to get my head around it because yes. these are claims I can't just throw around loosely without fact checking, you know, because when it comes to, dig to deep into all the facts you know about this, when it comes to zodiac signs, you've got to do some fact checking, yeah, you know what you I do. mean? Zodiacs and facts <laughs> go together. So how is this? You know, the, you know what's great about this? I love star sign stuff. Do you? No, of course not. Oh, no, no you does, love this. Ever. Do you love serial killer stuff? No, I feel like that's I mean, a, that's a weird phrase to say, do you love serial killer stuff? I'm not fascinated by them. No. Are you not? No, that scares me. Of course. They're serial killers. Yeah. <laughs> it's I meant to get, scare you. I don't get Be more weird involved if you went, in scary yeah. stuff. You know how last time you put a blindfold, you were yep. Sonda, and I pushed, and I got scared and pushed Sonda through the whiteboard accidentally. Yep. I don't then go around putting blindfolds on more and more. No, I put the blindfold on because according to this, I could be a serial killer. Could you? Because I am a Sagittarian. And apparently... Analysts have looked at the birth charts of 485 serial murderers and found there are four star signs. They call them sun signs. What's the difference between a star sign and a sun sign? Different time of day. (laughs) I'm aware of when the stars come out. Are they the same Same. thing? Anyway, there were four signs that dominated their findings. Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces and Sagittarius. Pisces? Pisces. No, that's me. Is it? Yeah, I'm not. You're a serial killer too. That Those four made up almost 40% of serial killers' star signs. But that is 33% yeah. of the year. I know. That's a it's lot of people. It's not that What do you mean? I mean, that's If you look 30, at the whole population. So that, what's the population that, no, no, of Australia? Sorry, but the four star signs, that's 33% of the year. Yeah. And, and that's only 40%. And I reckon there would be a disproportionate, like because people go at it more in certain times of the year. People are often born at more common times. That's why the end of oh. August is like really a common time why? for people. Because Christmas. Yeah, Christmas and holiday season. Oh, yes. is it? Yeah. So is there a surge after like grand final day? Um, Sure. You sure. don't know that factually? No. Valentine's no. Day. I, 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 oh, Valentine's I Day? Hope, yeah. Certainly hope there's not a surge this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's nine months from now. Put it in your calendar. Oh, don't. <laughs> but if you think about the fact that that's four months of a year, that's four out of 12, right? Yep. And you think of the population of Australia, so yep. what's that, 25 mil now? Sure. So for that means, let me do some quick math, slow math, that's like 7 million Australians would be born in those Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces, Sagittarian months, mm-hmm. right? There's not 7 million serial killers in Australia. I don't think it's saying you're definitely a serial killer, Carrie. <laughs> Isn't it just saying that the you you've got a high on? chance? Well, I don't even think it's saying that. Isn't it just saying that make the people interesting conversations tonight when you look to your left, you go to sleep, and you're like, oh, you Piscean. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> <laughs> I've just got a little peek into bedtime chat with Carrie. Oh, you little oh. Sagittarian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't just... kill me in the night. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> Carrie. 
How many people are in this bed, by I the way? No. Oh, he's got to be a serial killer. It's got to be multiple people. Carrie <laughs> <laughs> and Tommy. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. There is a new show premiering tonight at 9 on 10 and 10 Play. It's called Heat. Yes. And one of the stars of the show, Pia Miranda, joins us now. Welcome, Pia. Hi. Thank you for having me. Heat. What's Heat? Tell us. Well, it's a uh, it's a four part thriller set uh, in sort of a remote part of the Victorian countryside, and it's about two couples who come together and have a nice little family holiday that turns into a not so nice family holiday as you know things start to unravel as the bushfires are coming in. Oh, I was going to ask if people people murdered each other if it was that kind of unraveling well, or is it natural disaster um, well it's a bit of everything really yeah. i know when i Lots see a bushfire coming, i get a bit stabby <laughs> <laughs> what role like do that. you play pia i play sarah who's married to steve who's played by danny dyer and we're the um we're the less fancy couple of the two uh and we come and visit them in their gorgeous wonderful house in the country and yeah things start to go very wrong quite quickly <laughs> between the couples between the couples yeah definitely oh. and our kids so but all it's all kind of unfolding as the bushfires coming closer so um yeah it's a bit it's a little gets a bit raunchy at times um oh. yeah i might get stabby i'm not gonna <laughs> <laughs> did you know um it's pia it's so nice to chat to an, another actor because yeah. um carrie do you know that pia and i have done a show together no we did yeah. yeah, we did. Do. Mustangs FC. Yeah. What was it called? Mustangs of C. FC. FC. We're, we're working on the sequel, Mustangs of C. <laughs> <laughs> what um what happens in the show that you were in that no we didn't see? What, when was it out? Are you offended, Pia, that Carrie hasn't seen or known no, about Mustangs? Be- because it is a teen skewed soccer show, so yes. unless that's your oh. jam. Mm. Um, but Tommy, you, you were very good. It's like a bit too good, kind of a bit annoying. Oh, is that why all the offers just keep coming in? Yeah. So annoying when non-actors come in and they're a little bit better than you are. <laughs> That's not true. Hey, um, I was reading something about you um, yeah. that we have in common that made me laugh a little bit. When oh. I was in year 10, we had a careers advisor come into school and she said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, I don't know. And she said, what do you like doing? And I said, I like dancing and I like talking. And she said, well, you'll never be a dancer. And I was a ballet dancer at the time and she said so you should go into journalism because you like talking and I read here that your childhood dream was to also be a ballet dancer were you any good I was for a while. Were you good? Were you terrible? I, uh, <laughs> I thought I was until I look back no, at you footage. Probably were, okay. Yeah. I was fairly good but then you know what happens as you get older um, then the really, really good people start to shine. I probably could have been a ballet dancer, but not probably one of the top ones. So. And it says there your backup plan was becoming a nun. Is that true? Yes, it is true. <laughs> I never and, knew that. I really wanted to be a nun. I don't, yeah. Is I, what I was mean, appealing about it? Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was a, and it would be an amazing career path. And then... I th- actually think I would have been an all right nun. I, pr- I may have gotten a bit saucy, though, with all the other nuns. Like, I don't know if I could have done the with whole With all the other nuns. That's yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> You've got good game if you can turn a nun. 
I reckon they're terminal. So I don't know. Um, but I just thought it would be great. I had such nice experiences with nuns when I was young that I thought being a nun would be a, a bun, like honestly a barrel of laughs and just fun all day I think long. you've been watching too much Sister Act, Pia. <laughs> Probably. Anyway, I discovered boys and then, yeah, it all fell apart. Pia, I didn't know that being a nun was something that you – like, I thought if you wanted to be one, you just were one. I didn't know they were knocking people back. Well, they didn't knock me back. I kind of knocked myself back because right. I sort of worked out pretty quickly that I wasn't cut out for a, a life of chastity. But, um, but do you have to audition? Like, is in, sorry, no, is it a job you've got to apply join. for? Yeah, you just join. You just have to go to nun school. I don't know what it's called. The nunnery. <laughs> sort of, yeah, the nunnery. You have to go to the nunnery. But anyone can be a nun. You, I could be a nun now if I changed my mind. Do you, do you, yeah, I was going to say, do you ever have any moments where you think just being a nun even now oh, would when just you be hate some your peace hubby, and quiet? You're like, yes. oh, I could join the nunnery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it could be, I still think it could be an all right career. I know a few nuns and they seem really happy. But, so, but you know, you, never say never. <laughs> when you say career, it's not like a stepping stone, is it? Like you don't go nun up to something You don't get else. head nun. I no, no, <laughs> probably not. Our producer not like just said it takes nine to twelve years before a nun would even take her vows of chastity, poverty, and obedience. Oh, so I could just like fool around until then. Yeah, how would you go with the <laughs> obedience bit? Uh, I'm, I'm all right. I'm quite disciplined. Are I think you? that'd be okay. Yeah, but I don't know about the chastity and poverty. Um, I also read that you've been married now for almost twenty-two years yeah. after getting married in Vegas. Is that right? Mm-hmm. It's true. I, I still haven't registered it, but it's going well. Because <laughs> <laughs> is a Vegas marriage not an official one here? Well, no, they give you a little certificate thing and then you meant to register it somewhere, but I just kind of forgot and it's in a cupboard and I still haven't oh, done it. Just but keeping that day, nun, nun door open? <laughs> yeah, maybe. What's the secret to 22 years of marriage? Oh, gosh, I don't know. I, I kind of think there's probably no secrets. I think some of it's luck maybe and some of it's um, circumstance. I just, you know, I think for me it's just every, as long as I look forward to him coming home every day, I think Aww. that's a good thing, which I still do. It's yeah. very sweet. Um, you Thank also you. have a memoir called Finding My Bella Vida, but Heat premieres tonight at 9 p.m. on Channel it 10 does. and on 10 Play. Um we can't wait to see it, Pia. It's always a Thank pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hopefully we get to do another acting job again together soon. I am keeping my fingers crossed. Once again, the <laughs> offers haven't come flooding in, but we'll wait and see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie Bigmore and Tommy Little. Time, time, mobile, banana, banana, mobile, mobile. Time game. Carrie and Tommy's time game. A thousand bucks is on the line, Becca. I've got a good feeling about it. Nicola, I have a good feeling about it and you. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Do you have a good feeling about you, Nicola? Oh, I don't know. You sound sh- Yes and no. <laughs> you sound unsure. <laughs> I'm nervous. You'll be fine. It's just five seconds. It could change your life forever. Fingers and toes across. Okay, good, good. Um, you know what to do. Jesse's going to say start. You say stop. If it's on exactly five seconds, a uh, thousand bucks is yours. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> start. Stop. 
Ooh, I felt a little on the long side mm, because... Mate, I thought so too. Did you? Because mm-hmm. I saw you watching the TV screen. I don't reckon you were concentrating. <laughs> What's on? Were you, were you concentrating, Carrie? Maybe not. No. Um, My feeling for Nicola changed okay. during that. Nicola, I, don't, I was I, doing Mississippi's in my head. Were you okay? Let's see how that worked for you. Is it controversial to go for Mississippi's instead of cat and dogs? I've never heard of cat and dogs. Oh, I don't know. One cat I've and never dog. heard of it either. I've only heard one dog. Mississippi, two Mississippi. Mm. Mm. Okay, yeah. let's see how it goes. Six point three zero. Oh damn! Yeah, she's dead. I did have a good feeling about her. Not anymore. G'day, Sarah. Hi. Have you ever heard of the one cat and dog, two cat and dog counting theory? No, I haven't. Oh. Have you heard of the one Mississippi, two Mississippi? Yes, yes. yes I have. Have I made this up? Perhaps. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Sarah, are you ready to go? Yes, I am. Start. Stop. I did Mississippi's in my head then, I did and cat- you stopped when I stopped. I did cat and dogs in my head, and it was, I reckon, 12 tenths of a second after. No, 12 hundredths of a second after me. Which so is I reckon point she, what? I reckon Sarah got 5.12. Yeah. Mm. Sarah, how do, how do you feel? Uh, I don't know. Now, our furry little friend, his, his whiskers are twitching on his face, which either means one of two things. It means you're, you're either very close or his rashes come back. So it could see. mean both. It could mean both. Mm. Is it both? Five. Oh. Point. Oh. Zero. Oh. Five. Oh. Oh. Pretty good though. Good. good. And it means your counting method is better than mm. mine. Let's try again with Sean. Sean, what counting method are you going to use? Uh, one sheep, two sheep. Oh, one sheep, sheep two Sheep's sheep is too, too short. Quick. It's too, too short. You're going to have to say sheep and... Fox. I oh, know. I think I've realised. I think Sean's just counting sheep. Are you, are you, oh, he's just Sean the case, sheep. Yes, <laughs> he's Sean. He's born hey, naked. On so sheep. many levels. <laughs> um, Sean, are you ready to go? Yeah, yeah. Start. Stop. Bit late, I think. Bit I late. I think it was too long, Sean. How do you feel about kicking a sheep out the moon door? What noise would the sheep make going out the moon door, Sean? No. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard a sheep go, mm, no. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's a result of him being so shorn. Maybe, maybe that's the fur that makes the bar noise. Fur wool. Wool. <laughs> Are you merino, Sean? <laughs> no, that's no. a sorry. you got to be sheepish. sheepish. <laughs> how, how, how did our... Wooly furry friend go, my little whiskered weasel. <laughs> 6.30. Make the noise. Mm, nope. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't he just go, bye? Bye. Was that bye? Oh. No, it was bye. But, yeah. Yeah. G'day, Melissa. Hi. Um, what counting method are you going with? Um, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe a one Mississippi, two okay. Mississippi. Yeah, I reckon do that, Mel. Yeah, it hasn't worked for anyone so far. Why not try again? Uh, are you ready? Uh, yes, I'm ready. Okay. Start. Stop. I reckon you should give her a big old boot because it feels long. How did Melissa go? 6.55. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Never. 
thought I'd say this. I think we should have ended on the sheep. <laughs> Follow Carrie Vinmore and Tommy Little on socials at Carrie Tommy Show. That podcast with Carrie and Tommy was filled with big laughs and funny moments. And if you're looking to raise a glass to those moments, Liquorland has the drink to match. Shop in store or online and click and collect in 30 minutes. Cheers, Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. Bye. Bye.